SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap and a jam-packed show we've got for you tonight. We'll be chatting about Alistair Katsia's third test selection. Uh, coming This coming weekend uh, against Ireland, we'll also be looking at uh, some domestic football and we'll head to Barbados to catch up with the pro tiers. Uh, news making headlines in uh, athletics world. Uh, more medals for Team South Africa. Today, Akani Sambini won bronze in the 100 metres in a time of 10.05 in the final of the 20th African Athletics Championships. Claudia Hienes bagged gold in the 100 metre hurdles. Karina uh, Horn won silver in the 100 metre women's final. Final, and the SA duo of Victor Hogan and Russell Tucker won gold and silver in the final of the men's discus. The South African under-19 cricket team on the back foot after the opening day of the first youth test against Sri Lanka. They were bowled out for 206 at stumps. Sri Lanka 108 for 2. In other international cricket news, former captain and leg spinner Anil Kumble has been appointed as India's new head coach. And finally, European tour action is in Germany. Rafael Jacqueline leads by one he shot a 765 Roche Fischer sitting uh, Oliver Fischer rather sitting second and Zander Lombard is tied for third on five under coming up next we'll chat some rugby with Johan Ferreira SAFM Sports Wrap well, the big news today is that coach Alistair Kutsia named his Springbok squad to take on Ireland in the series decider in Nelson Mandela Bay and Port Elizabeth on Saturday. The pressure on both teams. Uh, and I think it's going to be a fantastic match of rugby. We're joined now by rugby analyst Johan Ferreira. Johan, welcome. Thanks for joining us tonight. Always nice to chat to you. It's nice to be back as well. Yeah, and it's, it's nice to, to chat after the last 20 minutes last Saturday. <laughs> I think if, if things had, had progressed in the first half into the second, uh, it might have been a different conversation we're having now. But uh, it, it's going to be an interesting match. Let's look at Alistair Kutsia's squad. Two changes, uh, one enforced by injury, the other uh, form. I mean, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't ignore it, but let's talk about Warren Whiteley starting in, in the number eight jumper uh, for, for Dwayne Vermeulen. I mean, Dwayne was obviously carrying an injury in, in that match for a while. Whether he went into the match with injury or not, I'm not sure. But uh, Warren Whiteley, he, he put his hand up and, and he showed that he wants this. Well, Brad, let's, let's start with, it's, it's, the injury is, is, is a bad one for Dwayne, and one feels sorry for him, but I have, let's be honest, Warren Whiteley deserves and has deserved to be the number eight, the starting eight in South African rugby for quite a while. This is not something he has earned overnight. He's worked for this, and I think the best number eight in South Africa is now starting. And again, with all due respect to Dwayne Vermeer, who has served uh, his country tremendously, and he's a star player. But I really think this is Warren Whiteley's turn. So you'll uh, grab it with both hands. He's, a, he's a, an, a brilliant rugby player. He's a leader on the field as well. And he just has that something special that, that you need. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy for him. I'm, I think he's going he's gonna to go far in, uh, in the Springbok team. I don't disagree with you at all. I think he's it's, it's well deserved. I mean, you look at the try that he scored last Saturday and just how much it meant to him as well. My my only concern is he's, he's maybe not as physically imposing as uh, a Dwayne Vermeulen might be at the back of the scrum. Is that a concern? As you started that sentence, I knew where we were going. Yes, you are right. I think that is the one advantage that Dwayne certainly has over Warren Whiteley. But there are two different players. I think if you want the physicality, you're not always going to get the perfect player. Uh, I mean, we've always had we've had that physicality. One remembers Pierre Spies, who's now playing in France. 
Uh, we've tried various players in that eight role, but I think Warren Whiteley gives you something different. And I also, I think the physicality is important because if you do get the ball at the base of that scrum and you can make a couple of meters and get your side over the advantage line, of course that's going to count. But Warren Whiteley is also a very good distributor. He's got good feet. We saw that in the, like you, you mentioned, the try that he scored, there was some skill in there. Not to say that Dwayne doesn't have the skill. That's not what I'm saying at all. But yes, Dwayne, Dwayne does have the advantage with the physicality, but I do believe that Warren is still right up there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he is the inform number eight in the country. Let's talk about inform. Ruan Kombrink, uh, coming wow. off the bench, uh, inspired. Uh, I mean, he, uh, he was the spark in that Springbok victory last Saturday. Played 40 minutes, won the man of the match. You, you can't ignore that. How nice to see a wing get a man of the match award in the Springbok team. And second of all, when last have you seen a wing run over an opposite number en route to a try? I, I mean, we all remember the 1995 Rugby World Cup. Jonah Lomu did it pretty much every time he had the ball, except in the final. But it's so nice to see someone with hunger, with passion, with that drive. And again, I'm going to go back to what I said about Whiteley. For me, Ruan Kombrink has been the best wing in South Africa, not only this year, for the last two years. And finally, he's, he's had his recognition, and he showed within 40 minutes what we've missed on the wing. And now he gets a start. And I'm so glad that he grabbed his opportunity, that he showed not only South Africa, but he showed the world why we have been talking about this guy, why we have been talking about the Lions, and just the confidence that they've brought through Super Rugby into a Springbok team. And yes, it's not about the Lions. I, I know Johan Ackerman has also said that in the media. It's not, being, it's not about the Lions, but there are individuals that have performed that, that deserve recognition. They've taken that form and that self-belief into a Springbok team, and we witnessed it for the last 20 or 30 minutes in the previous test. And that's what we're going to the momentum that we're carrying into the third and deciding test. That gives us the upper edge when we start the last match. Yeah, I think Will Carling watched that match and was glad it wasn't him being run over again for a change. <laughs> you, let, let's just talk about the you, you talk about the, the bench and those guys coming on and, and, and sparking the change. Looking at the bench for this Saturday, are you concerned that, yes, we're starting with the best players and, and that's the way it should be, but looking at our bench for this weekend, is it strong enough to, to inspire like they did last weekend? That's a good point. That's a very good point. I, 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 don't, I, I certainly hope that you would never have to motivate any player to come on and make a difference in a Springbok jersey. And I don't think that is the case with the bench that we have. We have enough experience. I mean, Mordenay Stein always knew that he was going to provide cover off the bench. The one name there that stands out and that will be very ready to go in at any given time to fill any gap is Yaku Kriul. Another guy that certainly deserves a mention and credit for the way he's played and well done, Alistair Kutsia, for recognizing that and giving him an opportunity to, to play off the bench. I, yes, we might not be as experienced uh, on the benches as what we've been before, but I don't think, we, I don't think that the guys that have been selected will, will, will not perform. I think there's enough hunger there. There's a, a couple of young players, uh, Julian Redlingais, a couple of guys that will be very ready to go. And it, it's, it sounds like, like I'm a, a big Lions supporter. Just to put the record straight, I, I do support the Sharks, just for people who are, are thinking that I'm biased towards the Lions. But uh, as a Shark supporter, not much to talk about currently. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited for what I've seen in the last 
20 minutes of test two. I wasn't excited after test one, and I certainly wasn't excited after the first half of the second test. And I really thought that this is a disaster at the moment, and it's going to be get pretty. Uh, it's probably going to get worse. And then finally, some inspiration. I, I just really hope that these guys will have the freedom to go and play or start the third test the way they finished that second one. And I think we've got the combinations to go and do that. We've got a great team in Elton Yankees and Faster Cag. That combination is, is, is a brilliant one as well. I think Damien de Allende showed that he suddenly, in that last 20 minutes, he grabbed a bit of confidence. The try that he scored, that, mm. that, that, what you expect from a center, getting through that gap, bursting through the line, scoring a try. There's, there's certain small little things that happened that will give the individuals a, a confidence that they need to operate as a unit. And I think Adrian Strauss will breathe a huge sigh of relief as a captain to say, okay, I've got the first one under the belt. Now I need to inspire my troops to go and close out a series. Can I do it? Yes. Do I have enough leaders to, to help me through it? Yes. Is there self-belief? Yes. Are we going to do it? Most definitely. Interesting, on Ireland's side, CJ Stunder comes mm. back. He's got a point to prove. He will want to set the record straight to say, yes, I was sent off with the red card. I've served my time, but now I'm going to show you the player that I am. And I'm going to play a role in helping Ireland win their first ever series in South Africa. So there's still a lot to play for and a few personal rivalries that need to be settled as well. Yeah, I think you spot on about uh, Ireland coming and, and bringing their A game. They, they do have a lot to prove. They've shown that they're competitive. And, uh, I mean, if you look at two matches of rugby, South Africa's only dominated 30 minutes out of uh, 160 minutes. So uh, it's, it's all to play for. They'll, they'll reckon they can win this thing as well. Just briefly looking at, at that bench as well, Trevor Nukane's injury sees Stephen Kitsoff come in. He could make uh, or win his first test cap. Somebody who's played under Alistair could see a lot at the Stormers. Is he the right guy? Has he got the pedigree to, to maintain that, that strength in, in the front row for the box? Without a doubt. I, I, I've been a Stephen Kitsoff fan for quite a while. Uh, I think we've been blessed in South Africa with front row talent. We've always had the locks. Maybe, maybe not the experience. I mean, to 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 just go back to I, I'm now I'm, I'm sort of sidetracking here, but uh, we must just believe in the talent that we have and give them chance to develop. We are not going to replace Victor Matfield and Bucky's Buerta in a, in in one or two series or even a year. That's not going to happen. And the same as with Yanni Duplessis and Bismarck Duplessis, not not uh, being involved with Springbok Rugby, but uh, applying their trade with Montpellier. That's gonna, it's going to take a while to get these guys to, to come through and believe that they belong. And I think we've got exciting young props that, that must still reach their peak. And I think that uh, the Springbok system will give them that opportunity to express themselves. And I do think the future looks pretty bright, if you ask me. And just give it a bit of time. Yes, we might not beat the All Blacks in 2016, but just give it a year or two. I think if, Alistair, if we can win this series and we can make the right noises in the rugby championship, remember we start with Argentina. We should beat Argentina and we should beat them away after that. So if we can win this test, start with a double victory against Argentina, that's three on the bounce or four on the bounce, suddenly you never know. With belief and, and, and momentum at the right time, that is some of the key ingredients that will serve you well. I think momentum is going to be what uh, takes the Springboks across the line this weekend. Johan uh, Ferreira, thank you so much for your time uh, this evening. Enjoy the game, and we look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you. Remember that moment you wanted to give up when buying more stock for your business was hindered by outstanding money from debtors. You realized you lacked cash flow to grow your business, so you sought guidance from someone with the right debtor management expertise. They gave you up to 80% of your debtor's book as cash, an advance that enabled you to secure new business deals. 
For some, cash flow has dried up, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at medbank.co.za for expert advice on cash flow. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. Hey, hey, Amanda! On June 16, 1976, the youth of South Africa rose up and fought against Africans as a medium of instruction. Amanda! Forty years later, we are the voice of our generation, the fearless trooper of social equality. Call us unruly or defiant. We stand for what we believe in. Nothing can supersede the power of our determination. We break the rules that make the rules. Unruly. Unru we bring change. We are a positive force for good. We know our future looms larger than our past. In us, the spirit of the youth of 76 lives and inspires us. Take, Take the next step. SAFM brings you live, interactive, topical news from current affairs, global warming debates, women's issues, to interviews with top literary connoisseurs. To join our conversations, visit our website on safm.co.za. Follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio or simply like our Facebook page, SAFM Radio. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. On to football now, and Highlands Park director Sinki Mnisi has reassured the people of Ekuruleni that his team will not be sold amid rulers that, uh, rumors that the side could sell their Premier Soccer League status to Morocco Swallows, who were relegated from the National First Division to the ABC Motsepe League recently. Previously, Ekuruleni has had two teams sold to other municipalities. Tembisa Classic and Benoni United sold their professional status to Maritzburg United and Tunda Royal Zulu, respectively. During a breakfast briefing hosted by Ekuruleni, Today, Nisi assured the mayor that they will not sell the team. Uh, thank you very much. And, uh, Honorable Mayor, I indeed heard you when you said you are going to see to it that uh, you, you, you try by all means to help us. And I am also saying the same thing, Honorable Mayor. We don't want to sell the team. Already there have been rumors that we are going to be selling the team. And I'm, I'm quite... I was quite angry because from one of our, our colleagues, uh, uh, Honorable Banyaza, the Foswandos, uh, trying to destabilize us. Uh, we are not going to allow that to happen. We remain a Tembisa team and Eguruleni team who are representing Eguruleni. And Mr. Sichato, we fought battles with you. You know, I come to your office, I kick doors and all that. And you have finally opened all the doors. Nisi also shed clarity with regards to the club's ownership, adding the team is a partnership business in which he has a 20% stake. And uh, let me officially so tell you, uh, uh, Honorable Mayor, because you are seem to be having a problem about this Highlands Park. Highlands Park is a Tembisa-based team. Make no mistake about it. <laughs> that is what we agreed on. That was a precondition. Two, Honorable Minister, we, are, we had five shareholders then. It was the ex-coach, um, Steve Hobbs, who had 20% share and a coach. Hedley Lasserov, 20. Brad Keftel, 20. 
Larry Brookston 20, Sinky 20. When Steve Hope resigned, Brad bought the other 20 because it had to be done internally. Now, as it stands, Honorable Mayor, you don't have to doubt it, we are partners in this team. Brad Keftel, who's the co-chairperson, Larry Brookston, who's co-chairperson, 40, 20, Larry, 20, Sinky, 20, Hedl. That forms 100. That's Highlands Park. As I'm standing here... Um, uh Lions of the North, as Highlands are known, will play their PSL home games at the 10,000-seater Makulong and 15,000-seater Sinaba stadiums in Tembisa and Davyton, respectively. Both stadiums will be revamped by the city of Ikuruleni to suit PSL standards. Mnisi says their promotion to the Elite League will benefit the community of Ikuruleni as the club will create job opportunities. And all that does. And uh, we are going to be playing our games at Makulong Stadium and Sinaba Stadium. Those are the venues that we are playing. Agent thinks that needs to be done at Makulong. The league is kicking off on the 29th, if I'm not wrong, August. 20? 28th of August. I'm just hoping that we can get Sundowns at Makulong and cycle the score. They owe us one. Um, we need to play. If it's a home game, we'll be playing at Makulong. There are immediate things that are needed. I think there are quite a few that, needed, that are needed at Makong. If we can deal with those, the other things can follow later. They are very, very urgent. And please, if we can deal with those, and I think uh, I would in, it would be unfair, Mr. Chad, if I, want, I don't thank your staff from Kempton Park to the groundsmen to Regina and them preparing the pitch and all that. They've been very good to us. And uh, you guys have done a good job. This is not about Sinki, it's not about the team, it's about the people of Egorulene and the economical spin-offs that are going to take place in and around Egorulene. And I think our brothers and sisters, grandmothers and fathers are going to be able to sell their peanuts. I'm sure we're the only team that allows under-15s free entry in the stadium because we're trying to take them away from the street. And I'm, I'm sure we're also the only team that allows these old ladies to get a complimentary ticket and go and sell in. So we don't charge them like what they do to charge them 500 rand to come and sell. No, we don't do that. Because then they are taking the whole profit. And I'm sure we're going to be the first team. The government created what they call CPF, Community Policing Forum. We are taking those people who are going to train them and they are going to have CIRA certificates so that they are able to be our securities. Remember that moment you wanted to give up when buying more stock for your business was hindered by outstanding money from debtors. You realized you lacked cash flow to grow your business, so you sought guidance from someone with the right debtor management expertise. They gave you up to 80% of your debtor's book as cash, an advance that enabled you to secure new business deals. For some, cash flow has dried up, but not for you. Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level. Email business at netbank.co.za for expert advice on cash flow. We're an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. Hey guys, I missed a bit of the Olympics. Had to work late. Anyone know what happened? 
Well, it was a great day for Olympic action as the 100 meter sprint final got off the starting blocks. In the shot put, a record soared to new heights, while in boxing, the canvas rattled with the massive third round knockout. Been watching a bit of sport there, hey Earl? Just a bit, sport fans. Your seat is waiting. Pay your TV license and you could win one of 30 couch experiences valued at 30,000 Rand each, which includes a new lounge suite, a 40-inch TV, and surround sound system. Visit tdlic.coza for details. T's and C's apply. Let's go Rio 16. TV license. Pay yours. Make a difference. You start that. You're tuned to SAFM 104 to 107. You can also catch us on the DSTV audio bouquet on channel 814 as well as online at safm.co.za. SAFM Sports Wrap. Looking at some cricket and it's a pretty crucial uh, match for the Proteas. Tomorrow they take on the West Indies uh, at Bridgetown in Barbados. It is match nine of that triangular series and things looking very, very interesting in the tournament. It's been a, a bit of an up and down series for the Proteas and we join now by Protea all-rounder Fahan Bayadin. Fahan, welcome onto SAFM Sports Wrap this evening all the way in uh, Bridgetown. Thank you for your time. Pressure on the Proteas, but that's the way you guys Sounds like it. Hi guys. Um, you know the last couple of games we have been where there have been a bit of pressure. You know, most recently, well, fairly recently before. Thirty uh, I and then last year against the Indian side at the Wankhede. You know, we were two all going into that particular game. So, yeah, we treat it as another game, and uh, hopefully we can come up and talk tomorrow. Fine. It must have been a bit of a frustrating series for you guys so far. If you look at uh, the results and, and, and how you've played well in patches, and, and particularly the rained out one in, in the last one, coming into that clash, you were, were coming off some good batting form as a team, hoping to carry that through, and, and obviously the elements didn't play along. Uh, it, it kind of sums up the way this tournament's been for the Proteas. Yes, it has been. You know, it's kind of been stop start for us. You know, we are playing against world class side. Um, I suppose the in this side, you know, in their own conditions are really good to do with the front line spinners in, in Australia. You know, we came unstuck in a few of the games. Um, first game against the West Indies, the, the last game against Australia, you know, that's probably a game we should have won. Um, Chasing 260 in St. Kitts, uh, we were a bit disappointed for that because we felt we had the game in the bag. But then again, on the other hand, you know, we've played two really good games. You know, the two, two games we won, we won with two bonus points. Um, played really well against the West Indies, uh, and we bowled really well against Australians, you know. So, I'll, all, some of the other departments have fired at different times, and hopefully all three departments will fire tomorrow against the West Indies. From a conditions perspective as well, Fine, it's been been interesting. Early on in the tournament, the, the pitches were very slow and, and uh, low-scoring pitches. Uh, the last few games, we've seen much higher scores. Uh, has it been difficult to adjust? I think the first uh, couple of games in Guyana was a little bit dif- uh, difficult or different. You know, we, haven't, we don't normally play on such low and slow and turning deck, so... You know, along other days, we've seen uh, that 180 or 190 seem, uh, you know, are winning scores. Um, take us, take us back to Greenfield and Edith Cricket back in the day. But, 
you know, like I said, the conditions have varied, and I think we've adapted really well, you know, going to St. Kitts. Like I said, we're disappointed with the game. We didn't win against Australia in St. Kitts, but very happy with our performance against the West Indies there. Um, and then the condition in Barbados is more similar to what we normally play uh, in, in South Africa at the Wanderers or Super Sport Park. So, you know, the next facilities at Barbados Stadium has been really good, and the bowlers and the batters have adjusted quite nicely and something something that we normally play on. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully tomorrow we can get a good start and uh, and, and and capitalise on it. It's a big game for the Windies. It's one, obviously, because it's on home soil that they, they'll want to win. They've got some, some game breakers and, and, and players in that team that can single-handedly win a, win a match for them. What are you expecting from the, from the hosts? Yeah, we, I think we're expecting a bit of unpredictability. Um, you know, we never know really what to expect. You know, they are in their home conditions. They do have lots of match winners. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, the T20 side are world champions. So, you know, the fact that it has, you know, what stop-start tournament means that, you know, at some parts during the tournament, some of the teams are fired, you know, like we'll be playing world champions in a few of the formats. Um, so, you know, it's been, it's been a bit tough, but uh, unpredictability seems to be key. Um, and that's why I mentioned earlier that, you know, if we get, if we get a good start um, and run with that start, capitalize on that particular start, on conditions that are more familiar to us than than they are, uh, with, with the wicket offering a bit more pace and bounce. Um, hopefully, we can nullify some of the match winners early on. On a personal note, your form are you, are you happy with with the way things are going? What do you need to work on, or what do you feel you need to work on right now? Yeah, it's a bit up and down. You know, I had a really good performance against Australia in the game against Guyana. Um, had a soft dismissal in one of the games and got a good ball against Nadine in the first innings and. You know, I've only batted twice in this in this in in this tournament. Um, so yeah, disappointed with one of my one of my performances. Uh, but that's the nature of the game, you know. Um, but up and a bit down. The trick is to have those ups and downs a bit uh, fewer between. Um, batting at six and seven isn't an easy job. Uh, but you got to get up, and we've been prepping. You know, you got to get up for the next game. We've been prepping really well with Neil McKenzie and. Uh, some of the other batters, JT and uh, AV, you know, at four, five, six, and Chris Modest to that effect as well, you know, batting at seven and eight. So, you know, there's a big emphasis on, on us to, you know, to work on our games, and you know, the guys feel really confident and good, and hopefully tomorrow we can we can roll out uh, a good game plan. You, you talk about getting off to a good start with the bat, but it's it's also vital to get off to a good start with the ball. And I don't want to say inexperience in, in that South African bowling lineup. I mean, some some youngsters who are putting their hands up. I think of the likes of Aaron Pangiso, uh, Tabray Shamsi, who's, who's had a pretty good series as well. Uh, it, it it must fill you with a bit of confidence knowing that there's guys around you that that even though they may not be as experienced as you are, but they they are coming to the party. 100%. You know, we have exciting uh, sprint trio at the moment in our, currently in our squad. You know, Arden Pangiso, Imran Taya, and Tadrej Shamsi. You know, that's has really been one of the positives uh, on this particular tour. Uh, you know, we have a young KJ Rabada, um, leading our, leading our bowling attack. Um, I think one thing at least prevalent or one thing at least predictable besides the within his unpredictability is, you know, the openers do tend to take on the, the new ball, uh, that play quite expensive shots at the beginning. So, as much as it is a, uh, an emphasis for our batters to get a good start, you know, if our bowlers can lift a few wickets early on and put their middle all under pressure with a new ball, um, you know, that 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 uh, could prove vital. You know, getting our other spinners into the game 
uh, quite early and making those middle water batters face a lot of distance uh, in in the middle, which that gives us an opportunity to pick up wickets and to nullify the um, the with hopefully we can do that. And then just finally, fun. I mean, any news on on selection for tomorrow? Is it still too too far ahead to to the start of the game to to know which which way uh, the team's going? No, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, all we do know is that the wicket does offer a bit more pace and bounce. Um, so yeah, we'll find out uh, tonight about selection. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. Well, fine. Best of luck. Uh, we are. We really do want to see uh, another South Africa Australia final. We love playing the Aussies as much as we love playing the West Indies. But a win tomorrow will will set it up nicely at, at the tournament. Best of luck to you personally and to the rest of the team. Please pass on our best wishes and uh, know that we're all behind you from uh, from South Africa. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, we're back tomorrow at uh, 6.30. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten. You can catch up on all the overnight sports. Uh, no Euros to report on tonight. Uh, it's quite weird, actually, not having any uh, live football uh, to look forward to. They return on Saturday for the round of 16. So, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Some great action last night. Coming up on the other side at 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. And before then, though, we've got news for you at 7. Don't forget, you can be in touch uh, via various social networks. Facebook, Twitter, just search for SAFM Radio. That's where you can find us. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty, this evening, thank you so much for joining us. Right now, though, it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.